This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by The Nature Publishing Group. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. People born with the genetic disorder Down syndrome have three copies of chromosome 21. Growth in intellectual development is stunted, and individuals have a higher likelihood of a variety of diseases. But Henrik Haslo, a researcher and clinician in the Department of Pediatrics at Denmark's Aarhus University, wanted to focus on another aspect of Down syndrome that scientists have noticed but hadn't been able to study on a large scale. I'm a clinician, so I work with pediatric oncology. So I see, have seen many children over the years with leukemias and have often wondered why don't we see children with solid tumors. And when you look in the literature, there's very few reports about solid tumors. And the same is true for adults. There may be a few leukemias, but very few other malignancies. So we decided to use the unique opportunities we have in Denmark for doing registry-based research, establishing a very large cohort of individuals with Down syndrome. It's more than 3,500. And then we could link it to the Danish cancer registry by the personal identification number used in Denmark. This was possible because in Denmark, starting in 1968, unlike here in the U.S., all people are registered at birth with a number that they use for a variety of identification purposes, including healthcare. So Danish researchers could determine not only who were the individuals diagnosed with Down syndrome, but also could find those numbers in the cancer registries. The scientists compared the incidence of cancer in the cohort to cancer in the general Danish population. From the group of patients, we would have expected 134 cancer cases. We found 113, so just a little less than what was expected. But the most interesting is the distribution of cancers by type and by age. In children, almost all malignancies are leukemias. 95% of the malignancies seen in children, they are leukemias. And that's in contrast to in a non-Down syndrome cohort where it's about one-third of the malignancies that are leukemias. While the numbers for children with leukemia are not huge, 3% of people with Down develop leukemia by age 30. That's still dramatically higher, about 30 times higher than the general public, where the incidence is only 0.1%. And yet people with Down syndrome develop significantly fewer solid tumors. For instance... For lung cancer, it's only about one-tenth of what you expected. And for breast cancer, it's 16% of what you would expect from what is found in your general population. The only exception to this is testicular cancer. Men with Down syndrome between the age of 30 and 40 seem to have an increased risk of testicular cancer, three times higher than the general public. Dr. Haslow and his colleagues have some theories as to why leukemia rates may be higher and most solid tumor rates lower. There are some genes on chromosome 21 that are suspected of being involved in leukemogenesis. Some may stimulate proliferation, leading to a faster expansion of primitive hematopoietic cells, and that may increase the overall risk of leukemia, but it's very little we know about that yet. They hypothesize that more men with Down have non-descended testes, which is linked to testicular cancer. But he says that can't fully explain the phenomenon. When it comes to the lack of the rest of the solid tumors, such as breast, lung, and cervical cancers, the scientists do have a theory. One interesting finding is that on chromosome 21, we know that there are genes 
producing proteins that inhibit formation of new vessels, anti-angiogenesis factors. And the formation of new blood vessels is essential for new tumors. Otherwise, they starve. They need the vessels to feed them. And it is shown for an angiogenesis inhibitor like endostatin that the level in the blood is higher in Down syndrome because there are these three copies of the genes coding for the protein. So it inhibits new vessels and that may reduce the formation of solid tumors. This hints at possible paths for cancer prevention. We know that drugs inhibiting vessel formations, they are active in the treatment of solid tumors. And this knowledge may lead to using these drugs maybe also for preventing the formation of tumors. The first situation where you could test that would be in persons who have been treated for a solid tumor but has a risk for recurrence. If you give them prolonged therapy with anti-angiogenetic factors, then it may prevent the recurrence of the tumor because it cannot form again. Today, the drugs are only used for the treatment of cancer, not for the prevention of future tumors. Dr. Haslow cautions that there are some limitations to the study. It can't account for lifestyle differences, such as the fact that fewer people with Down syndrome smoke and they tend to be less sexually active. But, he says, there are still clear genetic links to these findings. And he says this opens up further areas for research. I think uh, we need more studies in the lab to study the mechanisms of why individuals with Down syndrome are protected for solid tumors and also to learn why they develop more testicular cancers and leukemias. And with the last two, we, we still have a lot to learn. Genetics and Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by the Nature Publishing Group. I'm Cynthia Graber.